0: Hey, everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you being with us, taking time out of your day because you care about America. We are the show here, The Common Sense Show, that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And it's really a pleasure and a privilege to be here. We have a terrific guest for you today, Bob Griswold. And let's put it this way he knows how military works, he knows how countries work. But most of all, he's learned through his work experience. He knows how survival works. And we're going to actually take a look at some issues that are threatening the survival of average Americans. And the seeds are already planted. The events are already underway. Uh, There's probably no turning back the events, but we'll probably spend a little time talking about solutions. Uh, Bob Griswold has one of the uh, most prolific survival stores in the united states he does something very unique which i'm very proud of he he will talk to people who call in and say i have nowhere to start i don't know what to do with my preparations and he'll talk to you and unlike a lot of other places he won't charge you we we realize the time and the hour of america's survival is very late we're losing we're getting our butts kicked nine times sunday And uh, we're in this struggle together, and at the forefront are people like Bob Griswold. Bob, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. And, man, there's nothing to talk about. There's only uh, more computer hacks, the continued drought, the threat to food supplies, tap water. I mean, you name it, there are problems.
1: Well, Dave, thank you for having me. Um, You know, I I was just, um, time got a little away from me this morning because I was down there just Watching these videos of these individuals now that where their tap water in California have I mean their well water, it's gone dry. They actually have to daily a daily routine is to go and fill up everything they can fill up off a of city municipal water supply and bring it to their home to flush their toilets, to wash the dishes, to shower with, bathe with, um, and to drink. And, and, you know, this is a historic drought that we are seeing right now happening. It's, I mean, it's unparalleled. We've never seen anything like it. The West is drying up. 60% of the West right now is in a historic drought. Um, I was reading right now that the Great Salt Lake in Utah, is, it, it, it could turn into a toxic wasteland because it's evaporating. Dave, we are really in some very, very dire times, and you know, if Americans don't take the heed, the warning—I mean, those that have ears to hear—do not take the the take heed to it and the warning of what's coming and what's here. You know, we're going to see suffering on an unparalleled level and suffering of people that are good. Not 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 the the ones that we would sometimes maybe think we'd like to suffer, but no, just the average American citizen, because we bought the news lie that everything's fine, that the government can take care of us, that everything will work out. Um, you know, we are going to find ourselves and our fellow Americans in a situation to where the food is gone. The water is gone, and what food is left, we know how the government will work with that. They'll use the food left to coerce you into the vaccine, um, the mark of the beast, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they'll use the food that's left to coerce you into doing whatever you want. Uh, Food at that time, and I think it's coming very, very quickly, Dave, food is going to be rationed. You're not going to get what you want. I mean, the, the, a lot of the food products that we normally take for granted will not be there. Um, you know, when, when trees die, fruit trees dry, or the, uh, the nut trees dry, the almonds, almonds come out of California, when they die from lack of water, that's just something that you don't plant again and have it next year. The, 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 this take, It takes 20 years for those trees to grow back after they die from lack of water. And so we are really in a catastrophic time right now that the water will drive the food and you'll see shortages of both, which we're seeing right now. I still go back to the story of my wife just a couple of weeks ago going, looking for bottled water and they just said they hadn't received their deliveries. And this, We're on the Eastern heartland of America. I mean, but it's affecting what's going, what's going on out there is affecting us here. J- Dave, the other day, I don't know if you, you realize this, that our skies were gray uh, we're called the smoky mountains but they were really smoky a few days ago because the smoke from the fires out west had traveled all the way across the country and were causing a haze in our sky did you do you realize that
0: yeah we're getting the same thing here in Arizona um and we're getting kind of a, a combination of uh, uh unknown dust and i and this is what one weatherman said and then we're getting uh, the smoke coming in from various fires yeah, just and it's not local fires by the way. It's far away fires like California fires. It's crazy uh what's going on. Air quality here is terrible. We have all these ozone inversions. It's almost as if someone's doing this on purpose.
1: Yeah, and whatever whatever, you know, it doesn't matter who is doing it or if the Lord is doing it. The fact is it's being done. And right now if we do not Take the little time that we have left and start making plans for the, you know, Joseph, the seven years of, of famine, because we've had all these years of plenty and we've and we've grown fat. We've grown lazy. Uh, we've, we've grown expectant uh, on the, the, the so-called seven good years. Uh, I'm referring back to Joseph in the Bible Of the seven uh, years of famine Seven years um, the seven years of good years Seven years of famine um, And and so we just think that those seven years Are going on But Dave we're seeing a paradigm shift right now This is not just something that's just once You know that's happening for one year We're seeing a major paradigm shift In the weather over the United States of America And it, the bread basket Which California produces 60% of the food that Americans eat is really running into some issues where they are not going to be able to provide the food that we've grown accustomed to. And with the American debt inflating the way it is, with just trillions and trillions of dollars being printed and given to Americans, they're taking that that inflated money out overseas and trying to buy it out of South America – or you know other countries, it's going to become more and more expensive as more and more countries do not want to take those inflated dollars or you will get to pay substantially more for the products that we want. And that's going to set in the famine. And once the famine sets in, then, like I said, then you're going to see rationing Restrictions. There'll be things that are not available for Americans to get. Certain foods that we've taken for granted all along um, will not be available. I, I Dave, I, I've noticed, and I just ask other people that, that are maybe listening to this program. Maybe you've noticed it, but a lot of our grocery stores around here, the food, that the especially the produce um, that that I see being uh, offered, is um, sometimes not of the highest quality. It looks like you know normally what would not be sold is now being sold because perhaps um, you know there's not enough to go around because of these these um, these droughts and shortages. So it, it right now what we what we talk about what we do is solution based, um, and if you refuse to to look at you know the seven years of famine i'm using that as metaphorically seven years of famine that are coming to the united states then you will be one of those people dave that when the government tells you to jump you will jump if the government says you don't get any food without doing this maybe the vaccine maybe something even more draconian um most people will comply to get food you know
0: i think you're onto something about the vaccine and here's why I say that. If we just look at the progression now, the uh, NFL is now in conflict with its own players. The number one wide receiver in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins, has said he's not taking the vaccine. And uh, Fortnite came He's one of the premier running backs. He's come out and said uh, he supports him and he's probably going to do the same thing. One coach has already been fired. Another one's sitting a year out because they won't comply. And that's just the NFL. And now here in Arizona, where I live and where I get critical healthcare treatment with two injections a month for an undisclosed condition, uh, Banner Health, and I'm real worried about this. I talk to nurses, I talk to doctors connected to Banner, and I'm gonna say right now, about 40% of them are not gonna take the vaccine. They're Arizona's largest employer, and they've been told they have until November to take the vaccine, and I'm worried about being able to get healthcare after the shortages start uh, cropping up, but, but also Bob here's the deal there's a the frog in the boiling pot scenario enters in here and and what I mean by that it's inch by inch it's a cinch they're slowly locking you into you either take the vaccine or you're out of luck you won't be able to do what you need to do and you're right I believe as they work their way down this paradigm of control that eventually you're gonna have to if you want to eat if you want to go into a grocery store uh, you better have a vaccine passport. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah
1: Dave, see, the, the thing is, is with a vaccine passport, I do not have to go to a sporting event. I don't have to go to a restaurant. You know, there, there's a lot of things I don't have to do that are already in play. You can't go to a public event of some sort or another without the vaccine passport. But, Dave, I have to eat. And you know what they're—they're they're gonna do, gonna do a work around the Supreme Court, which I guess is saying that, you know, vaccines, are, mandated vaccines are illegal. That they won't mandate the vaccine. They'll just say you can't buy food without the vaccine. From this, the, and and you know all the big tech stores will immediately fall in. Even even online stores will fall in that, that you're not being compliant. So if you want to think you're going to buy food from Amazon or other, you know, these, these online stores that sell food, they're still going to ask you for your vaccine passport. And you're going to find yourself locked out of the ability to acquire, you know, um, Food, um, water. As I was mentioning, the, these families in California where their wells have run dry, and they have to just do uh, you know extraordinary measures to get water to their home every day. And we can't imagine not pushing the flush button on the toilet, and you know having that go down into the septic system or the you know the drainage system. Um, but they they have to pour water into their toilets daily to be able to flush. You know they have to have you know they can't take a regular shower. They just have to get uh, so much water in the bathroom and just damp themselves down and wash and rinse themselves off. That's their shower. You know, but, you know, when you have water coming into your home and you have to have the vaccine passport to get that water keep, to have the water keep flowing into your home, then, you know, you gotta find out the power that the government has. And, And because we've not pushed back hard enough, we've allowed them to do what they've done They've just gained more and more power day by day, and eventually those that that resist government tyranny are going to be pushed out of the system. And now you might have to be pushed out of the system, but if you're prudent right now and you had maybe some inkling on how to store water, how to collect water, it does rain. um, There are public waterways, maybe not near you, but, I mean, there are ways to acquire water. Even storing bottled water now, how to recycle water, like I said, rainwater collection. If you're in an area, you get rainwater. These are things that you want to start considering now because water is the one element of life that you'll need on a daily basis. You can go days without eating food, but you cannot go any time without drinking water. And those two elements will be what this system uses to bring you into, uh, into compliance. Mark my words, Dave. It will be what the system use, uses to bring you into compliance. So we just don't want to you know, throw something out there to scare people, even though it should scare us that the government has allocated to itself such power. We want to have a solution on what you can do about it. And I know you live in Arizona where you might not receive that much rain, but you can still maybe acquire bottled water. Um, you can get 55-gallon drums of water and fill them up and store them in your garage. Um, you know, and I and I tell this to people, Dave. If you store water at all, people go, well, "How do I make sure it's good so it stays good?" Well, there's there's recipes online using bleach. Yeah. Well, let's hold business.
0: let's hold that thought right there. We got to go to a break, but I want to come back and talk. That's a good question. People ask me the same question. If I buy one of these fifty dollar or fifty gallon water drums, Dave, how do I know it's going to work? And how do I know we're not going to die? We need to hit that plus other issues here <laughs> threatening our survival. We're going to talk about them all right here on the Common Sense Show. First, I want to tell you, this is very timely to what we're talking about. As you know here at the show, we represent um, MPS. And in my opinion, this is the best durable food in the world, both in terms of uh, pricing, uh, availability, and quality. In fact, I've tasted this restaurant quality. It's good. Uh, I can live on this. There's lots of diversity. There's 25-year shelf life. This is really, really important, folks, because you'll habituate to the same food if you don't have diversity. And you get 2,000 calories per day. I don't know that I need that, uh, but but a lot of people are going to need that kind of caloric expenditure to get through their day because of what they do. How do you take advantage of MPS? Well, let me tell you, they're going to take advantage of the situation by saving you money. They're going to give you 25% off. The details are at preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we represent... Uh, Noble Gold and we're going to have hyperinflation. We're already seeing elements. We're at a 29 year high For inflation the feds are doing the unthinkable, which is thinking about raising interest rates The economy is in a mess and Biden is his purpose in, in office for his administration Is to drive America into the ground and the primary way that they're doing it is through the economy now Are there things you can do to have a softer landing? Yes, and you'll find out when you call the people at noble gold why i went from just advertiser to customer yeah i'm a customer a frequent customer in fact uh, we're buying more silver this week so ladies and gentlemen you need to listen to me very carefully if you have assets to protect you owe it to yourself to call noble gold at 877-646-5347 that's 877 646-5347 tell them dave hodges of the common sense show told you to call And, uh, wow, we're back with Bob, and goodness gracious, we're starting to pile on here to to the mechanisms of the installation of the Marxist-Communist state, known as the Biden administration, although I don't think he's going to be around real long. But, Bob, let's go back to where we left off before the break. The
1: the water storage.
0: The water storage. I I have a couple of 50-gallon drums, so I'm paying close attention. Go ahead, please.
1: Okay. Well, there's Dave, there's recipes online and here's where, here's the important thing. During a crisis, you cannot afford to, to contract a waterborne illness. Um, it, it, they can be deadly to begin with. There are drugs that treat the waterborne illnesses, but you most likely want to have access to them. So there there's safety protocols we do. You have to drink water, and you have to drink clean water. Uh, uh, you know, cryptosporidium, Giardia, uh, even you know different you know funguses or bacteria in water um, spores can make you very very ill. So this is what I tell people because I receive this question all the time. Um, yes, you can put bleach in your water, and and there's recipes online to see how much bleach you put in a certain size water uh, keep in mind that when you fill up a 55 gallon drum you're right at 500 pounds so make sure you fill it up where you want to have it and that yeah. you do have a way you have a way of getting it out of the out of the thing a drum pump so that you can do that but here's here's the real thing Dave I will never drink water no matter how well I've preserved it that I do not filter I mean the, the, the different filters out there um, don't ever drink it. It doesn't matter how well you've done it. Like I said, you cannot afford to get a waterborne illness at this time. It will incapacitate you. It will most well, likely. It's worse than
0: that, Bob. Um, I've been reading about the Naval War College and their projections. A lot of them tied to EMP. But they say that on the fifth day of a crisis, waterborne illnesses become the number one cause of death.
1: Well, they, they, would, they do, and, and people don't realize because we don't live in a third world country. We're heading towards that, but we don't live in it right now that um you know people die daily all around the world from waterborne illnesses if you think i'm just going to go down to that you know nice stream that's crystal clear that you know trickles through this uh the woods and and you know i'll be able to drink that water you, you're going to get sick that water's probably filled with animal feces um, and other things uh, maybe the runoff from farms nitrates that they're going to make you very sick. You have to have the ability to filter water. So, I, Dave, they, the War College is completely right. If, there's going to be massive amounts of people who get sick. The drugs that do work, I mean, they're going to be held for the people that need them the most. Um, I remember, well, I forgot what government was withheld the hydroxychloroquine. Um, From the general population Because they knew it worked And he was saving it What was available for the people he knew And his cronies Um so the the I think it's Flagell is one of the drugs that they use. Even even um, if it's available, it'll only be available to a few, the elite. They'll save it for their own. You won't have it. You won't have it available for you. So the, here's the key, Dave. You have to have a personal water filtration system in your home. Um, I think. Which one do you sell? Um, you, you, the AlexaCare you know,
0: Pro water filter. You, oh,
1: yeah. You, you, it doesn't matter if you've been the most diligent person on the planet and preserving that water, putting the bleach in it just the way you're supposed to do. Do you want to play Russian roulette with your water? And that's exactly what you're playing. If you run it through the water filter, then you're very assured that you're not going to get sick this is why it's very important to have one because you know i i, I people have told me all along i i know I've, I've got this water source i've got that water source i am not going to gamble my uh, health on you know something that may or may not be after a crisis. The, the water filtration system is exactly what you need. And, and and for some people, it's going to mean storing water. The average person is going to need two gallons of potable water a day, minimum, minimum. So, you know, the 55-gallon drum is a good way to store it. Um, even if you store them in your garage, you can, you know, put the drum pumps in and pump out that, um, you know, what you need into a smaller uh, bucket and then run it through your water filtration system, and then you'll have the ability to drink it um well bob before you
0: before we do that you talk about the drum pumps we got people taking notes right now i guarantee you uh most people who listen to this show are not like the average american that has three days of supplies most of them here are pretty responsible and they've taken good steps but i don't think most people are familiar with things like drum pumps can you address that
1: Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, 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 you know, if you look at a 55-gallon water drum, it has two l- holes in the top. They're threaded holes, okay? Um, a drum pump is just a pump. It's a manual pump. Um, they work different ways. There's rotary ones that you turn a little handle, and there's other ones you just push the top down. Um, but you put the pump into the barrel. It has a, you know, a little hose that goes all the way down to the bottom, and you start pumping the water out of the barrel. I mean, if that barrel weighs 500 pounds... Uh, eight pounds per gallon, 55 gallons, and you try to, what, tip it over to get some water out of it, that's not going to work too well. Um, You know, just tip it over enough so a little bit of water comes out, that's not going to work well. Um, You know, there's other ways you can store water in smaller amounts. Uh, One of the things uh, a water brick, say, there's a company that makes things called water bricks, Uh, they're two and a half gallons each. Um, you know, one of the nice things I tell people you can do with a water brick is make take one of those. It has a screw-on lid. Fill it up two and a half gallons, so you 20 pounds. Put it in your freezer um, and keep it in there frozen. If the power goes out, Dave, just take that water brick out of the freezer and put it in your refrigerator. Now, it's not a long-term solution, but it'll last. If you had a couple of them and put them in your refrigerator, it'll keep your food cool for about three days. So, it, like I said, it's not a long-term solution, but it is a solution for short-term refrigeration, short-term power outage. Um, and at the end of that three days, you just take the water out and drink it, or whatever you need to use it for. So, uh, there, there's, there's things that you can do, but if you're living in a state right now that is experiencing this drought, I would say with post-haste, make sure that you would have 30 days minimum water in your home, so if, if it's one person, Thirty days is sixty gallons. If it's two people, it's 120 gallons. It's minimum. Uh, make sure that's stored in your home. The nice thing about the 55-gallon drums is you can store a lot of water in a small place. The downside is the weight of it. Um, so so keep that in mind. If you live in an area that freezes, keep in mind that you know once that water turns into ice, it's a lot harder to get it out of there. Um, and so if you, ch- you need to find a place that generally will keep it a little warmer above freezing. Um, so that you can use the water easily and not have to, you know, somehow get it out of the barrel frozen, which basically means cut it open, um, and and then ruin your barrel. So this is this is what America's coming to, um, and and we're already here. I mean, they're calling this a thousand-year drought, Dave. Um, I don't believe just... that, Bob.
0: Um, I've I've read Nick Begich's books. I've read the patents. I've read Air Force owning the weather 2025 before most people did. I know a signatory uh, to that document. And I'm telling you, this is all planned. This is not an accident. Uh, no, no, because I'm let, not let's consider it. Yeah. Yeah, let me just finish this thought. Let's consider this in the totality of what we're dealing with here. You've got this mega drought and it's going to affect crop yield dramatically it already is but you've also got gates and biden saying you're going to eat bugs and biden said you can have a hamburger a month i mean this is stuff he said i know he's demented but i think he was on target for him his administration when he said that and then you've got the meat packing plants mostly still shut you got the food supply chain that's broken my wife went into a major department store in a suburb of phoenix um, I don't know about six weeks ago. They had no milk in the entire store. We're seeing price uh, pricing up of food, but we're also seeing packaging levels going down with volume. I could go on and on. It's part two, two of good the overall plot I, I don't, I don't against should skip over America's points. food supply.
1: Yeah, I but, don't think we should skip over those points you just made. One of them is, and, and, and just just check it out for yourself. You know, it used to be a quart. It used to be a gallon. Uh, and now they're 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 making those portions smaller and smaller so that you're buying you know three and a half quarts you're not buying a gallon of ice cream anymore you or half a gallon of ice cream you're buying a a, a certain portion of a, a gallon of ice cream they're making the portion smaller they're not telling you they're doing that but they're keeping the price the same or raising it so you're being hit with a, a in some cases a double layer of inflation the the the, the unit, that you're buying is smaller, and the cost is going up. So pay attention to that, ladies and gentlemen. And this is this is the thing. You know, if I sell a piece of property and make five thousand bucks, I've got to pay capital gains on that. If I buy prop, if I buy food today, which we have to understand, the grocery stores and a lot of fast food restaurants and fast food, uh, chain restaurants are buying and stockpiling food ahead of time because they want to beat the inflation you know so this is the one way to beat capital gains if i buy you know a loaf of bread for a dollar and and store 20 loaves of it you know and and the bread goes up to 2 dollars <laughs> I, I, you know, I can eat the bread and not pay capital gains tax on it, so it's a way to experience, to, to protect yourself from inflation, protect yourself from really what would be considered a capital gain, and not have to worry about the tax man concerning it, because they'll, they're going to want to get their tax on anything that ends up being a capital gain. But when you buy food in advance, and food inflation hits in, and all of a sudden you realize, man, a month ago that was a lot cheaper. You've really done you and your family such a service by buying it ahead of time, Dave. I I know you, the My Patriot Supply, but all the all the freeze-dried food suppliers right now are, in you know, all of them are saying prices will go up. I was doing. It's going to be uh, called
0: food inflation, and and Bob, it's going to be hyperinflation for the
1: economy too. Hyperinflation, Dave. Dave, I was on one of the very, very large. Food supply companies this weekend looking at their inventory from a wholesale, per, um, a, a dealer perspective, deal, dealer portal. Okay, I'm not going to say the food company, but three meats: the diced chicken completely out, the diced hamburger completely out. They did have diced beef, and that was it. Said limited uh, limited supply, low inventory. Um, it, that's the other side of the equation we've been talking about. Is that you know the price is definitely going to go up and I, and i can tell you just knowing that that brand of food that you know what used to be two hundred dollars a case is now four hundred dollars a case and that's over a couple of years but that's the reality of it the price has doubled and then the availability the other side of the the equation it's not available at any. you can't buy it and we're going to see more and more of that happen and 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 not on top of on on top of that we're going to see access to it controlled by those who conform to government mandates and restrictions.
0: Well there's another aspect to this too and you just talked about it. If you've got storable food and you're deemed to be a resistor a violent uh, domestic extremist is now the term that Homeland Security is using to describe people that oppose any of Biden's policies and I mean any of them. It's not about you want to blow up buildings. It's about you don't want to go along with the criminal Marxist installation against our Constitutional Republic. So you better learn to hide your resources. Can you address that?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, if, 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 I was just reading an article that paper silver versus physical silver. Um, you, you, you sell silver and you want it. You don't want paper silver. Because they say the paper silver market is, two, This what this article said, was 275% oversold to what was really on hand. 275%. Hmm. That means for every silver ounce, or every three silver ounces they've sold, there's only one to meet the demand. So when the musical chairs game starts, you know, you're going to be the one left without the chair to sit in because you'll have bought paper silver you know I bought it they say it's there waiting anyway, I can redeem it anytime I want just like a, the old silver certificate I could take it out of the bank and get four silver quarters with it well the, the same thing applies to those who would you know possibly own food the, the government is going to know if you, if you've talked if you bragged, Uh, about this, if you've let other people know, because what's going to happen is the government is is not going to go door to door. They're smarter than that. Um, They're going to send the hordes of neighbors out and promise them extra rations if they turn in those that have large hordes of food. And so this is why operational security is so important. I mean, just don't tell people Pretend like you're just like every other sheep in the the slaughter line. You know, don't tell people what you have. Um, There's a case in the Bible where one of the kings brought a a neighboring enemy king and started showing him all the implements in the temple. And, you know, the the prophet came to that king and said, You're a fool. You're a fool. You've just shown your enemy the spoils he's going to take from you. And, And they did. So this is where operational security comes in, in so much into play. You know, be discreet. Don't, you know, have it to where um, if it's in your garage, people can see it when you open your garage door. A simple tarp will at least keep it, you know, from being exactly what it is. You cover it up. If you can put it under beds, uh, put it under beds. If you can store it somewhere, if you have a crawl space in your house, you know, underneath the house, you can put it up underneath there um, and, and keep it out of sight. Out of sight will be out of mind. When your neighbors are getting hungry, uh, they're not going to be thinking, "No, oh, let's go down to Dave's house. He's got food uh, because, you know, you've been less than um, – Prudent in your 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 security, your security, uh, you've been less than prudent, and so they're going to know you go down there. Now that that puts you in an awkward position because then you're going to have to say, I'm going to have to shoot my neighbors to protect my food, or I'm going to have to have one great big share fest, and it'll all be gone, and I'll be like everybody else at that point, you know, with nothing left in my home to feed my family with, uh, and and to think there's going to be any nobility amongst people when they get hungry, is painfully and historically naive, Dave.
0: Yeah, I just, I'm stuttering here because I I can't believe that this government thinks we're that stupid. But the sad part is, not every audience, I mean, let's put it this way, our audience is not a, a representative demographic of the country. Um, Bob, when I'm out in public, and I just speak to people casually, I don't hit them over the head with what I know, because I learned a long time ago they get glassy-eyed and think you're nuts. But I hear how people rationalize the world they're living in right now, and they may as well be watching uh, Disney from childhood. That's about as much sense as they're making. The fantasies, uh, the taking CNN seriously, uh, oh, Biden has bad days, but he'll be okay. I mean, I had someone actually tell me that. Oh, Harris is doing a wonderful job. At what?
1: yeah let me share this thought
0: with you i i don't know if you remember this or not and uh, mark levin actually covered this on fox and i love mark i mean he's a a great american very talented in what he does but he said something that i had almost forgotten when trump was pushing through warp speed and he was uh taking credit for it which he should have and i'm not saying i'm on board with taking credit for anything that's as bad as the vaccine but he um said yeah we'll have this ready and then when everyone said oh that won't happen that won't happen and then when it started becoming a reality mark played uh two clips one was of biden oh we can't i don't know if we can take this vaccine from trump this soon because there's just too many questions about it. it's unproven and harris just she did her <laughs> you know witch hand cackle and then she said no i don't trust anything produced by Donald Trump. Well, I'm sorry, folks. Right now, it's being mandated that you take Donald Trump's vaccine. I mean, how duplicitous can these people be?
1: Well, well, Dave, (laughs) there is no end to their duplicity. I mean, we we, every every time they speak, you know, they're speaking something different. I mean, how many how many positions has Fauci had? I mean, I I just don't know if the numbers go that high.
0: Did we flatten Um, the curve after 15 days?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he's just said so many things. I mean, he got busted the other day by Rand Paul uh, about funding, you know, gain of uh, research, uh, gain of function research, um, where uh, Paul read him his own definition of what it was, and in the money that he gave to Wuhan through a shell corporation, he defined what he was looking for by his own definition, and then he denied that he funded gain of uh, research, gain of function research. It was just like, I mean, he'd, he'd been totally exposed as a liar. And yet they, they have no problem um, keeping it up because they know they will never be brought to justice. No, you're exactly and so, right. And so we know this. Dave, we know all this is happening. There, if, you, if you think, rah, 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 a justice is coming. You know, the, it, it, you still believe in those 90,000 million whatever arrest warrants that are just hanging somewhere. I mean, quite frankly, you're not going to
0: Oh, oh it. if you're talking about QAnon, uh, you may recall that I was out in front with some other people saying, don't listen to QAnon. I mean, the second time he pulled that, no, no, it's not going to be 60,000 uh, in Gitmo. We're going to have to put that off for a little while, but it'll be 100,000 the next time. The second time he pulled that, I said, this is a PSYOP, absolutely a PSYOP. Bob, hold it right there for a second. I'm going to step aside and and tell you this. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I remember interviewing John Moore, um, real hero, Green Beret, Vietnam vet. And I asked him, I said, John, what was your most scary moment in Vietnam? And he said, when we lost communications. We have an August 11th date coming up where the government's gonna simulate exactly what John talked about, only we're gonna do it on an entire societal level. My number one concern is it could end up being a snap drill where you're doing the drill and all of a sudden it turns to real reality and that's how some false flags get initiated, like the London subway bombing back in 2007. So I'm worried about that. But number two, I'm gonna say this to you, America, and then maybe you'll take this, uh, what I'm gonna tell you about this product seriously. If the government's worried about takedown and that includes uh, power and communications shouldn't you be worried about it too and that means your cell phone uh, will go down boy there'll be a lot of uh, craving addicts when that happens and that also means that your power is going to be out okay well what if your family's spread throughout a city when this happens and there's no warning and there probably won't be a warning how are you going to rally your family together how are you going to get them on into one area where you can work for each other's survival answer you won't but if you have a sat phone from the satellite phone store it's very very difficult for the government to interfere in sat phone communications and a lot of people say it's impossible i don't put much past the nsa but i'm putting it this way if i have to put my faith in something whether it's a cell phone or a sat phone I know what I'm putting my faith in. And so I want you to call and talk to these people because it's something you need to consider. And people say, well, Dave, it's too expensive. I can't afford it. Well, listen to me. The sat phone that I use is one-fourth of the cost of my cell phone bill. And it will vary from person to person. But I'm just saying that it is affordable. Give them a call at 855-980-5830. 855 855- Nine eight zero five eight three zero. 5830 tell them dave hodges told you to call bob it's kind of an interesting uh segue here uh we've talked about this dave, our...
1: can i can i mention something about what you just said yeah um you know when, when, when in a situation like that where you're going to be needing to contact people under when there's extreme duress um you're not gonna get on your sat phone and go hey what's the weather like over there You know, what are you having for dinner? Did you see my latest email, Facebook post? You're not going to do that because the longer you're on a communication method, no matter what it is, the higher probability you can be tracked. So you need to understand, you know, when you're using any kind of communication device, you want to get business done. uh, You want to, you know, if, if two of you have the communication methods, you want to have maybe a few code words that you could use, you know, that you know... Uh, you know, Delta location, whatever you want to do, that you know that you're going to spend as little time as possible on the communications method so that you can convey what needs to be done without sitting there, you know, chatting and asking all kinds of questions and doing that. Um, you know, at that point, you want to just get to directly to the point and get to where you and your loved ones can can get back together again and, you know, make yourself an effective uh, force to defend your family and your loved ones so you know that's the thing dave that people under, need to understand it's it's not going to be you know chit chat holiday it's going to be emergency communication where you're talking you know my, my wife let's get home you know here, here's where we're going to be let's do this this and this and I, I'll, I'll see you on the side if you need to contact me because something happens give me a call back but i love you honey and i'll see you soon Interesting. I
0: mean, that's yeah, really that, interesting.
1: That's really interesting. that's you need to take
0: that. No, I, because... I agree. I want to digress back to something we talked about previously. This just crossed my desk. Uh, it's dated the 28th of April. I can't believe I missed it. Uh, for those of you who want to take notes on this, um, this is an official communication in the government of New Zealand from their Ministry of Justice, and uh they're referencing uh oai 87181 that's their reference number so if you want to go in and see if they'll honor a foia in new zealand that's where you'd go but i'm just going to read you a couple excerpts here bob Uh, it says official information act request legal status of the nuremberg code and they're referencing this uh with regard to the vaccine requirements that new zealand's beginning to implement they have isolation camps too and have had for some time And it's a communication. It says, thank you for your email about inquiring about the legality of enforcing mandatory vaccines under certain conditions with regard to how this figures into the legal status of the Nuremberg Code in New Zealand. And it says specifically we're addressing and then it gets into more detail here. But here's what I want to say at the end of this communication. I'll just skip down here to the bottom. It says, uh, I am advised by the Ministry of Health that the Nuremberg Code has no status in New Zealand legislation. So if it has no status in New Zealand, I don't see how it's going to have status in America. I think they'll use the same excuse. Bob, mandatory vaccines, not just through businesses, but through government, are coming.
1: Yeah, the Constitution has no status in in the American uh, jurisprudence system anymore. I mean, if they don't care about the Constitution, if they they can move with impunity against, you know, the most cherished rights of Western civilization, speech, religion, ownership of a firearm, being secure in your home, if they can move against those and basically thumb their nose at the Constitution, do you think they're going to worry about some Nuremberg trial edict that happened, you know, over in Europe? No. They could care less about those things. These people, we have to understand, are lawless, Dave. They, they do not put themselves under the same law they expect you to live by. By definition, they are lawless. They are rebels. They are anarchists. They reserve the right to themselves to do whatever they want. I was uh, watching a video recently on the Inquisition. You know, And, and they, they use torture to make you extract a confession – which was that even at the time um, in the Middle Ages was against the legal code of the day. But they could torture you to make you confess against yourself. Now, I mean, with that kind of mindset that these people have, and they have an inquisitional mindset, you know, oh, torture them. And look what's happening to the to QAnon guy in um, in, in, in prison. I just read an excerpt from Matt Bracken's website. This guy has been psychologically raped every way you can be raped Now I don't agree with what he did But I mean it, it, our, our constitution Dave says Inhumane punishment is illegal I mean this guy has been tortured He's been fed soy food He's not allowed to work out His, He is in isolation um, If he does anything wrong He's put in basically a Cold weather torture chamber He sleeps on a steel piece, A piece of steel with a thin mattress on it and he, he's having he, – his, his, his whole psychological profile is breaking down right now. They, they don't care. The Constitution says you can't do that, but they're doing it anyhow. So, I mean, we need to get over this idea that somehow these, these, these reprobates somehow obey some law. They don't. I mean, you name one of these major Democratic politicians that hasn't broken you know, a dozen capital felonies – and gotten away with it, and nothing's ever done. Um, Como. I mean, I murdered 12,000 people, and I've sexually molested basically every woman in my state, but nothing happens to me.
0: Yeah, well, we have another piece of breaking news that fits into what we're talking about. Research, research, excuse me, resource shortages. And then we've also gotten into the uh, mandatory nature of the encroaching vaccine requirements. But listen to this, and tell me this is not going to be used against us um a pill version of covid19 to start clinical trials in israel in other words they know they're not going to get full compliance with the jab they already know that they see the evidence of it so now they're hoping to soften the blow well it's not going to, to take a vaccine we have an alternative now for you it's called a pill um they're deter. you know and, and here's the other thing that bothers me about this too um when i taught research to um Students working on their dissertation at the postgraduate level in the university Um, And I did that for four and a half years Uh, One of the things we did was use medical modeling Uh, In other words, we're going to teach you how control group experimental group placebos all that stuff works We're going to use medical profiling from the FDA when they were really stringent on getting drugs to market where it take five to ten years And we used to use those protocols. This is something I know really really well and no one should take the vaccine because they didn't go through the standard protocols. And it's an experimental vaccine, and yet it's being required. That is so illegal. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I have experience in teaching this material. This is illegal. They didn't even do animal studies. And now they got these pills. And here's the thing that really bothers me I learned about herd immunity through my teaching process. Uh, we're ignoring herd immunity. I also learned about the fact that once you've had a virus, your antibodies are higher than any vaccine can be, but they yes. still want you to take the vaccine if you've had, uh, the, the, if you've already had it, the, the, the virus. And that's dangerous because now you're overloading your system with antibodies and you can get all kinds of side effects.
1: cytokine storm is what He's, it's called. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Ted Bower and I talked about that on the air the other day.
1: So... But, but, you know, Dave, it's not about the health of the American people. Um, You know, we might conjecture over the more nefarious issues that they're trying to come up with, the mass death of millions. But the the science is there to prove, first of all, social distancing doesn't work. Masks are not only don't work, but are harmful. Science is there. It's it's there. Um, And the fact that most people who get this disease, what, 99.5% of people who get it, overcome it naturally. Their immune system works. The people who do die from it have usually a couple of other extenuating circumstances in their body, you know, things that, that have gone wrong in their body, and they're, 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 for whatever reason, their their immune system has been compromised. Um, and And on top of it, Dave, I always ask the question, what happened to the regular flu? i mean that sounds like a simple question but to oh me yeah it's pretty I, I, profound.
0: I have your answer What's don't happened ask, to the
1: regular flu? don't don't ask this as,
0: don't ask this as a rhetorical question bob there is an answer last year and it's interesting you bring this up i was just explaining this to my wife last night at dinner um i railed last april of 2020 and then again in may when acting director of the FDA, Han, came out and said, due to the emergency nature of our situation in the pandemic, we are not going to require third party validation to prove that these tests work. Now I'm in, in interjecting to prove the tests work, but that's what he meant. In other words, we're going to take the word of these companies that what they've produced works. Well, no company is going to spend millions of dollars developing something that intricate and then say, just well, what we messed up. That's why you have third party validation. I went ballistic this was against every tenant I know to be true about proper research protocols and that was in April and in May he doubled down on the comment and in August he tripled down on it and I just said this PCR test is garbage this is the way that they're probably inflating the numbers of diagnostics and you said what happened to the flu I guarantee you the PCR test was expanded to the point where they started incorporating first cousin relatives to COVID-19 to inflate the numbers to basically exacerbate the fear among the people and make them controllable and now i don't know if you saw this but on friday the fda came out and said the pcr test is invalid <laughs> the very thing i, I was saying over, over a year ago bob yeah, we I have been that. we have been scammed to the nth degree
1: you know dave if if some company Unless it was a Democratic company, a big Democratic, but but if some regular company had done this to, to the, the their their you know people they um, provide for, the, the all the leadership would be in prison. I mean, this this is this is not only fraud, this is Rico. This is everything that you can imagine—that where you have taken public trust and abused it, for, for not criminally abused it, and for your own profit, and to increase the power base of your political party. That—that's what's happened here, and and, and so Dave, you know, we we touched a lot of issues this morning, but all of the, it, the the water it'll be used at the end for whatever reason it's happening. In the end, it'll be used as a control mechanism. The food, the shortages yeah, yeah, that's, that, are, that are here and coming and, will be used you know, as a control mechanism.
0: Bob, we're getting I short mean, on time, but I want to interject this because I also want you to talk about how you can help people. But um, I was just reading about Stalin the other day, and he actually made the comment to one of his subordinates. And, and that was actually it was a New York Times reporter. Durante and the New York Times sent him there to prop up Stalin and uh, he told Durante and this isn't Durante's memoirs but he published the opposite to further the Stalin myth he's a good guy he told Durante that there's too many people to kill in Ukraine and we should kill them almost all of them so what we're going to do is just starve them to death
1: they burnt down all their wheat fields
0: and this is what communists do Uh, by the way it speaks to the New York Times complicity in communism too Bob you've got a really good operation going and and I think it's the best in the country and I've been a a willing customer here of this and so I want you just to take a minute as people are going to say okay Dave and Bob convinced me today we're a lot farther down the road of insolvency for resources than we thought before we listened to this show so how do I get a hold of Bob and what can Bob do for me
1: well, you know, Dave, just just throw this in real quick, but on on top of it all, we just saw the largest computer hack of the system ever, and one of the uh, credit card processing services we use, I don't want to mention their name, but, um, you know, it's, you use your cell phone to process credit cards, they, they went down. Now, they sent out this little nice little thing that says, you know, we found a temporary little glitch in our system, and we've worked hard, so it won't happen again. Well, I mean... <laughs> That sounded really nice, but you still couldn't process your credit card. And, and so, Dave, on top of all these other control mechanisms, the, the, the financial control mechanism is going to be the big one. You can't process your credit card. You're not approved. You're, you, you're a whack job a liberal, I mean a conservative, so you don't get your credit card approved anymore, and then you can't even buy you can't you can't buy any. So that's where that's heading. That's that's just another that's another discussion. But they can call me. I'll, I'll gladly talk to people. I've had a lot of experience with this, and I'll gladly and freely talk with you at eight eight hundred six two seven three eight zero nine. Again, call me at eight hundred six two seven three eight zero nine. My website is ready made resources dot com. Uh, visit there. And again, if you have any questions after you've looked there, give me a call, 800 673 But Dave, I just want to state, state this, time is very short.
0: How short, in your opinion?
1: Well, I think day by day, we're watching the United States be dismantled. And there's coming a day, I think, very shortly, within a year, maybe shorter, that we're going to see very, very draconian methods. Uh, put into play, and they 're going to use all of these aforementioned things the droughts, the famines, you know the the, 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 the debt bomb, uh, possibly war, terrorism you know they 're going to use all these things to to corral the human race into a uh, a net that 's going to drive them into the slaughterhouse. And if you don't believe that, just go read the Georgia Guidestones and and see what their 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 tenants for their new utopia are. And that's really basically to get rid of six and a half billion people. Um, I I don't know how they plan on getting rid of them. Uh, you know they're not going to die of old age. They're going to gonna murder them somehow.
0: Well, no, uh, I maybe. I I'll give you two. One will be the food, and the other will be well. Marjorie Taylor Greene came out and I got to make this quick because we got 20 seconds, and she talked about race-specific Chinese bioweapons yep, yep well you know bob i've been writing about that for three years and you know that and i quoted the we fang's uh, defense ministry speech to the ccp that's not new they plan to wipe us all out minus the 14 million indigenous chinese that are in this country absolutely incredible bob we're flat out of time but i just wanted to say uh, readymaderesources.com is where you want to go folks i tell you i deal with bob as a customer it's fantastic and uh, bob uh, really Important stuff. I don't say good stuff. Really important stuff. Thanks so much for being with us. We gotta scoot one we're up against shortages. the hard Bob, we're up against okay. the hard break. Okay. We gotta scoot. So ladies and gentlemen, Thank thanks you. for joining us. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye.